Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Good. So um, is Bella a zombie? So we're just like standing there with her mouth open and she acts like she's dead. Shh, quiet. Hey, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I will fight for you till your heart stops beating, and then I will still love you, and then I will keep loving you till the end of time. How come everybody whispers in these movies? And they're probably embarrassed. What do you think? Shut up! Oh, sorry. Hey, Beavis, check this out. (laughs) I will fight for you until your heart stops beating. Can I have some of your popcorn? Oh my god, I said shut up! What you, what you want, what you, what you want? Welcome, everybody, to uh, podcast number 51. Yeah. Friendly fire will not be tolerant. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you play Battlefield 3, you know what I'm yeah. talking oh, about. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> God. Friendly fire will not be tolerant. It doesn't say it, though. It just pops it on the screen. Yeah, it right? pops up on the screen. Friendly fire will not be tolerant. Friendly fire will not be tolerant. <laughs> Asshole. Friendly fire will not be tolerant. <laughs> you know, that's when it gets real. That's when you know. <laughs> Suddenly you hear... Motherfucker! <laughs> the game just stops, and every character in the game turns and looks at you. Like it goes, really? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to play? <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> and funny thing is, like Agent Fear and I are playing it uh, on Halloween. <laughs> You're the terrorist, and you still get that when you shoot your own guys. It's like, then make those motherfuckers not run in front of me. That's right. That's how it works. That's right. I'm focused on shooting them. It's because you got your, you got your mind on your money and your money, money on your my mind. mind. <laughs> right. You ain't worried about that shit. <laughs> shit. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. That's what it's about. 
Uh, so, <laughs> you were a little under the weather this week, huh? You know what? <laughs> I thought I had a simple cold, but I think I had a full-on flu. <laughs> I was all over the fucking place. He had, but, a, he had the Ebola virus. Yeah. <laughs> if some of my articles made no sense, I tried. <laughs> I actually took uh, Friday off. Nomad was like, I, I got this. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that uh, that Obama picture that says, uh, motherfucker, shut up. I got this. Yeah, that yeah, was me. That, that was Nomad. <laughs> because I I didn't even know it was Friday. I was so confused. I actually got sent home early from work um, because I was just fucking up left and right. And I couldn't connect the dots, man. Yeah. I was and he so went confused. to work with his pants and his underwear over his pants. Well, that's every day. Though. Yeah, that's true. Superman shit. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> I, had, I had the flu, and then I wasn't sleeping because, you know, sinus issues when you lay down. <laughs> so last night, was I slept for ten hours straight. And, and Nomad knows I usually only sleep six at the most. Yeah, so I was other, other times, he's always on Facebook, uh, God, this game is so cool. Yeah. Or he's, you know, fucking with something. Or, shit, my phone crashed again. <laughs> or, or I stayed up late going... To catch them is my real test. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that Pokemon watch. Get that new one. I need to get a 3ds. 3ds. Uh, I, that. Uh, well, you heard about uh, Zelda, right? They're doing uh, after now. They're doing a, a completely original game for the DS. 3ds. Finally. I mean, well, I should say finally because it's only been out for a little bit. But I love <laughs> Zelda. You yeah. know, and I, I, I think Skyward Sword is looking really nice, and it's gonna be sick. I'm, uh, me and my, my wife are planning on picking up the Wii. They have a new bundle now. I think it's at Best Buy. Instead of Mario Kart, you get um, Super Mario. What's the, the new Super Mario? You get that with it. With the oh. black Wii. So oh, I'm like, ooh. Yes, ooh. They gotta keep them separated. That's right. Because <laughs> once you go black, you don't go back. You know what I'm saying? Black Wii. <laughs> um. So anyway. Let me get a cookie real quick. Yeah, yeah. Get a cookie. Get a cookie. Get a cookie. Oh, shit, I broke. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're hearing that sound, that is my Doctor Who cookie jar. It's basically... Mm. It, it seems so awesome. I uh, <laughs> Sapien comes over and he walks over and goes, What the fuck is this? Then he opens it and then he's like... Oh, nice. And then we close it, he starts making the toys. Like, what? That's the best thing I've ever seen. The uh, cookie jar looks like the TARDIS. It holds 15,000 cookies. <laughs> and when you close it, it actually makes the dematerialization sound. Dematerialization sound. And the light on the top goes in it. Flashes on and off. And it's a perfect excuse for just getting a damn cookie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, no, 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 I don't want a cookie, what's funny, really. What's funny, too, is, like, you know, old man dude is claiming, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I gotta lose some weight and stuff like that. I'm in my room, and all of a sudden I hear that, and then I go, get a cookie, <laughs> quiet for, like, about five seconds, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no more, no more sneaking shit. B-b-b-bitches! <laughs> oh, man. Bitches. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, did Conan the Barbarian already come out yeah. on Blu-ray? Oh, it's com- it's coming out on Blu-ray. Was it sick? Uh, did you see it? Uh-uh. I don't think anybody saw it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was. Yeah, I think it was. It was in theaters for like two hours. <laughs> so enough to get some fucking popcorn. Cause <laughs> them lines get deep. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. 
before we continue, I wanted to express some thanks to Asian Fury, Old Man Dude, and uh, Dixie Chick for uh, recording those very lovely messages for our 50th yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I watched uh, Unstoppable and Bridesmaids last night. If you're living in L.A. I already know you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you live in L.A., you know it was fucking cold yesterday. Oh, was so, it? Dude, it was all right. It was cold yesterday. It was all right. And uh, so... Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was... It was a little cold. So I'm just being a dick. <laughs> but I was telling uh, uh, Sapien that I actually liked Unstoppable a little more than Bridesmaids. Mostly because everybody was talking about how great Bridesmaids was. I actually thought it was going to be... A little better than it was, but it was still funny. Don't get me wrong; it was funny, but I didn't think it was as brilliant as everybody said it was. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was telling uh, telling Sapien, I go, one of the reasons why you were immediately emo- emotionally invested in Unstoppable is because you have Denzel Washington and Captain Kirk. Yep, that's it. That's, 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 that's all yeah. you have to say. And you know they're going to solve it because it's Captain Kirk and Denzel. Yeah, you know, <laughs> especially when Denzel starts going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know they that... flip pigeons when that motherfucker comes through. Oh my god! I just, uh, on a side note, I was, um, I didn't, I wasn't on Facebook. I just happened to see this. The picture I'm going to put on the Lazy Geeks Facebook that's pretty funny is from IGN. And it has a picture, it has, a sh- well, it's a picture of an Xbox 360 with the red ring, and next to it is an NES that's on, and there's a little sign that at one point says broken, pointing to the Xbox, and the other one says still works, pointing to the <laughs> NES. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so true, too. So I heard you ran into the greatest man. The greatest man to ever walk the earth. I, I ran into at the at the bus stop. Um, so I, I'm taking the bus because, you know, I keep it thrifty, you know, um, which hopefully I'm not going to be doing after today, my comments. Uh, anyway, um, so this guy who looks rather interesting asks, 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 what? Asks me, um, what, what time the bus came. So I have to whip out my phone, I gotta check the schedule, blah, blah, blah. He actually has the bus schedule printed on his dick. Hey. That's the only thing I had big enough to write out the numbers. You know what I'm oh. saying? Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, so, I tell him the blah, 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 blah. So, he goes into Kyle's Jr., which is right behind a stop. And he gets something comes out. So, he's like, hey, bro, you smoke? And I go, no, not anymore. So, he's like, he said something, I don't know. And he has a cut over his eye, like, pretty big, too. Like, from the top of his forehead to, like, right underneath, like, where the jawbone underneath, whatever. Like Nick Fury gets. Yeah, like, I'm like, hey, man, if you don't mind me asking, what happened with that cut? That was my first mistake. Yeah. They- like, I shouldn't have even said nothing, you know? <laughs> And he said that someone on Hot... No, it was what, it's one of those things where you said it and then you're thinking... Dub, 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 dub. No, 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 I don't give a fuck. Ah. <laughs> um, this sounds believable. He said that on Halloween, someone... Um, in his neighborhood, which is pretty much my neighborhood, which is why it's believable, um, <laughs> what, had a Halloween costume look like like Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, but he had an axe, but he had a real axe, <laughs> and was swinging it around. Now the reason it kind of doesn't sound believable is he said it hit him in the face. Now if a real axe hit you in the face, it wouldn't be a little flesh wound; right. your skull would cave in. <laughs> so then he said he beat the shit out of him. Blah blah blah. Right, right, right. Then the guy said he was black. When he was obvious, painfully obviously white. Okay? 
Which I, I let that go. Because he's dropping N-bombs left and right, dude. Until a black dude came up. Yeah. And, and then it was, then it cut real quick. <laughs> that's like the, that's like, uh, uh, at Andy Samberg when he did that, uh, yeah, yeah, reggae yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's all, and, and then he gets all quiet. Yeah, then when he walks away, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, so, well, it's hard to pretend to be someone you're not all the time. So, he goes to that, and then he's telling me that he has a, he, he, okay, oh, here's some trippy shit, I didn't tell you this shit. He says, you in the, you in the Batman, because I have my Batman t-shirt like I do today, because I only own two damn t-shirts. Um, and I'm like, yeah, man, and he's like, he's like, did you read the new DC, uh, reboot? So he knows about that, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty okay. dope, I'm digging it, you know? So now I'm talking to him again, all right? Because yeah. it already quieted down. He's like, yeah, I'm really into anime. And I said, oh, anime's, anime's dope, but I'm not, it's really not my thing, you know? And he goes, I get all that shit from Japan before that shit comes here. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. And he, and he's, and then, then he asked me, he's like, did you read the, you read the Batman books you said? I'm like, yeah. He goes, get that shit from Japan before it comes out here too. And I'm like, Batman? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And I'm like, so I kind of look at him for a second. And I notice he is dead on serious, and I go, okay, then cool, <laughs> man. So, then he says, yeah, I have a house off of Mount Fuji. This cat, right? <laughs> and then, and I, just to make a long story short, too late, he, he then says he's Japanese. So he's black, obviously white, and Japanese. Oh, he also said he was from Mexico. So, he was born in Mexico. So he's black, Mexican, Japanese. Japanese. Born in Mexico, moved to America, moved to Japan, has a house there. Then said he um, is the second best drift champion in Japan. Did he just see Japan? Tokyo no, 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 Japan, which is the land of drifting. <laughs> he says the only one he's behind is the Drift King, or I don't follow that shit. Um, and it's only because he hasn't raced him yet, right? Because big, big boss stats. Right, right, you know right, what I mean? right, right. So, but he's riding the bus like a baby. Bitch. Now, I'm riding the bus like a man handling my business, but I'm not sitting there saying I'm a drift king, and he says he has a fucking, he knew about Kaz, because he knew more than me, and he was naming off engine shit and all that. That's that's fucking great, but you're not sitting in it. So where the fuck is it at? Isn't it your Mount Fuji spot? <laughs> then after all that, he says his girlfriend, he met this girl, having a girlfriend was amazing. That, we all knew that was wrong. He looked like fucking Opie. Um, and he said that he met this girl and then she said that his engine was set up wrong. So while he was asleep, she rebuilt his engine. I'm like, this isn't Fast and the Furious, homie. First of all, you met some Japanese girl. Like, I'm not going to believe just because she's Japanese, she's rebuilding engines. You know, it's like, come on. No, she was rebuilding your desktop. That's true. Well, see, if she's rebuilding edges, maybe she's Chinese. Maybe I believe yeah. that. But anyway, Jeez. now we're on the same notion that he was lying about all of this. But if he wasn't, he's the greatest man that's ever lived. <laughs> you know who who I think he is? Who? The new Spider Man. Found him. Because yeah. he's a mixture of that's everything. Yeah, that's right. Oil tycoon. Uh, <laughs> fucking, he's a drift king, a homeowner, of. <laughs> uh, uh, Fucking, he bangs Japanese chicks. That's cool yeah. in itself. You know what I mean? Um, he said she came. You know, I know she's lying. She came in from school with the pigtails. That's what he told me. I'm like, oh come on. Nobody willingly comes. You in just school. named off a fantasy, <laughs> and you can't you can't just take a fantasy out the textbook and say that shit happened, dude. 
We're talking that fantasy. Maybe, maybe he writes for penthouse forums. <laughs> he writes for fucking <laughs> penthouse forums. He's in jail. <laughs> but yeah, he just... And he's just like some busted jeans. Uh, I'm not trying to judge a cat, but when you're obviously lying to me. And there's no reason to lie to me. You don't even <laughs> you know, know me. me. Like, I don't even want to talk to your punk ass. <laughs> Those are the people that I always have to impress. And he asked me what I was about, and I'm like, I'm picking up my kids, man. And he's like, that's it, man, that's it. <laughs> that's all I need to do. <laughs> that's all I need to do, and that's all I need to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Moving on. That went a little longer than I thought. Raku already was funny. <laughs> oh, man. So, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, all right, well, I think it's time we uh, jump into some news, right? I'm the first one up, ain't I? Yeah. Come first out one swinging, up. baby. First one out of the out of the bullpen. Ooh. So, uh, Sony would like to start the future again. <laughs> uh, Sony's a company known for innovation. By the way, sorry for my voice, but, you know, fucking deal with it. Uh, Sony's <laughs> a company known for innovation, and this is no different. The Sony patent application has revealed an interesting technology that would change the way we play video games, you know, like they always do. Because Sony <laughs> always does that. Um, the technology in question is in the form of a biometric controller. The patent shows a system that would measure skin moisture, heart rhythm, and muscle movement and send all of that data straight to the game. <sighs> I can't breathe through my nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, will, this will all tie into the already existent technology like DualShock 3, PlayStation Move, and handheld. There's a picture, if you go to the article on Lazy Geeks that I posted... There's a picture, and it shows... You see an obvious move controller. You see the standard PlayStation DualShock 3. And some weird fucking rectangle... You could say it looks like a PSP, but it's... It, first of all, it's a fucking rectangle. It's squared off. <laughs> but it you ha- said a penis. Yeah. <laughs> it has no joysticks. It has very simple button layout. And what looks like a camera on the top. Who who knows what that is? Maybe it's a phone. I don't know. But that it's on there. Um... <laughs> So, according to Siliconera, which is the people who reported this first, uh, these ideas are listed on the application. So, these are this is an application for a patent. That doesn't mean Sony's at the shop playing with it. No, it just, that, means, they, it just means they designed they're it. They're working on it, and they don't want to say too much until they get a patent on it. Yeah. So, they fucking Microsoft steal it or something. So, here are the, the ideas. And fuck it up. Yeah. So, here are the... <laughs> Has break as soon as you buy it. Uh, here are the ideas that Sony has. Red controller of death. <laughs> the implementation of this technology, because you obviously on the application you have to say what the fuck it's for. Um, weapons that become more accurate or less steady depending on your level of stress, because it can it can um, it knows your hot hot levels. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool, but it you know is the game going to slow down because I don't know you know I like, think it makes oh you this guy's on the verge of a heart attack let's yeah. kinda, let's ease it back a little bit uh, tensing up your muscles to absorb an attack or power up shields so you could like flex your hand and just like ah it would bring so up maybe shields. that's dope so maybe for those people that you know always tend to turn the controller like they're trying to get the like, well that's what that's <laughs> what Sony Sony said that was one of the ideas. That was one of the main reasons they came up with that six axis. Yeah. It's just people are always doing that shit anyway. Six axis is kind of dope. Yeah. I like how they don't make it too much. But whatever. I'm going off track now. Uh, character changes based on biometric feedback, such as a character sweating when they're nervous. Just sweat on your controller, man. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Unless I'm going to be in like a full body suit. A boost to run faster, jump higher, and punch harder while stressed. 
the Hulk. <laughs> so the, the control makes you the Hulk. It's basically yeah. what it is. Um, different attacks based on stress levels. Rapid, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> rapid decreases. Rapid decreases in health if your stress increases. Jesus Christ, you better be cool as a cucumber when you play these games. <laughs> Sitting in front of a fucking air conditioner. <laughs> just... Background music background music that matches your stress level or becomes more relaxing if your stress is kind of dope. Mm. Scaling difficulty based on stress level. So if you're a little too chill, Sony's going to be like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, are you dead? <laughs> Super hardcore mode. <laughs> um... Yeah, but that's it. I mean, just keep in mind this is just an idea they're working on. Um, there is a possibility that it could never happen. Mm. Uh, but it is kind of interesting. But on, on a side note, though, some people just get nervous for nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, how is it going to yeah, take it, into account for that? Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I inherently have, a, you know, I, I sweat when I'm working on controllers. But it's not because I'm, like, agile. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just something I, something you have. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's like, how are you going to calm you down? It's like, okay, hot chick. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Girlfriend <laughs> comes in showing a little skin. <laughs> and you're on super death core mode or whatever. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Don't tease me while I bleed. Ah! <laughs> Friendly fire will not be tolerated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. So, speaking of Sony... Uh, remember the days when you could have five PlayStation devices hooked up to a single account? <laughs> well, not anymore. Yes, I do. <laughs> At least starting November 18th, in any case, Sony announced through their PlayStation blog that they will be reducing the number of active accounts for all PS3, PSP, and PlayStation Go devices. Starting on the 18th, a certain amount of devices can share one PlayStation account will be dropped to two. This will include the PSP and the PlayStation device Go. The PSP rights include PSP 1000s, 2000s, and 3000 series, as well as the PSP Go systems. But it will not include game content that was purchased before November 18th. So if you purchase your game now, you'll be able to play it on however many devices. But after that, you can only play it on two. Sony has announced that they will uh, finally allow PlayStation Network users to change their activation setting through a new PlayStation account management website where all users will be able to deactivate particular devices attached to their PlayStation Network um, account via their PC. Which is cool because in, you know, cause sometimes you're, let's say you had an account on somebody else's P PlayStation and they deleted it. So technically play Sony still knows it's attached to that and it could screw up. Yeah. So now you can actually go in using a web interface and go, oh shit, I'm logging on his account and his, okay, let's get rid of those. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> But uh, scanning the, the comments of, of the blog, I see that most people seem to be okay with it, but two devices seems a bit small, especially in homes that have multiple devices. And it's true that five devices could lead into people abusing it, but three seems more of a medium number of devices. Why do you need so many PlayStations to play on? Well, I mean, one guy, I read one guy's post that said, um, he goes, well, he had one for his room, um, the living room. And then he was going to have one for an upstairs room, but now that... Oh, goes, shit! Big baller! Yeah, no, big baller now. I'm but. lucky I have one! <laughs> well, I had thought about getting two for here. One in mine, and then one in the living room. As my Blu-ray player. Because, you know... <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's spreading seed all over everything. <laughs> you serious? I thought your about bedroom, it. I said your bedroom that. and living room are literally 20 feet away from each other. Oh, really? And how many times do I hear this motherfucker go like this? Hey, man, you should set up your, your PlayStation 3 over here. Yeah, move it! 
<laughs> hey, you know what, though? If we were all rolling in the money, we'd probably do the same fucking yeah. thing. I have one in the kitchen for no apparent reason. I have one in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alex has been in the bathroom for like two and a half hours. <laughs> I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. <laughs> Friendly fire would not be tolerated. <laughs> With my dick. <laughs> oh, man. Tomb Raider would be interesting. (laughs) And scene. (laughs) Speaking of scenes, it's nothing. Um, (laughs) Weak. (laughs) So, when gamers hear the question, what's a good system for a casual gamer, what what would you say? A good system for a casual gamer? I'd probably say the Wii. Okay. Or something Nintendo. Yeah, which is what everybody says anyway. (laughs) There's no denying its casual appeal right down to the game selections to the choosing interaction with motion controller controllers. Sure, the system has a few great games for the hardcore Nintendo crowd, like Zelda and Super Mario Galaxy, name a few, but those are few and far between these days. So, Sataru Awada, the president of Nintendo, is the big boss, <laughs> uh, would like to set the record straight during a Q&A session with investors. I wanna had no intention to market the Wii as a strictly for casual gamers system. Wow. Yeah. Here's a quote. Uh, there was a misunderstanding that Nintendo was dedicated to such games at some stage of the lifespan of the Wii and the Nintendo DS. I love when they translate shit. <laughs> it's just like a big run-on sentence. Um, we, we have made efforts to develop video games that are in tune with various consumer tastes. However... We have not been able to gain adequate consumer understanding regarding our intentions. While in the co- common perception, Jesus Christ, <laughs> while in the common perception, there are no, no or few core users, users <laughs> playing Nintendo platforms, which is not that not the case. So Awada also notes that Nintendo believes consumers' tastes can't be classified as simply casual or hardcore, and they evolve over time. With the gaming industry. So I, I'm basi- with that. So they basically say Nintendo simply exists. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically what they're it's saying. It's like getting into metaphysics, yeah. basically. <laughs> no, but Dude, I'm that's meta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with that. Like, I, I don't like the whole casual, hardcore shit. Because, like, weren't we all casual at one point? And you either stay casual or you become hardcore. It's like being bi or straight. Yeah. You know? it's it's like, like, no, no, you're no. either gay or not. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So he goes on to say, every every avid game player was once a beginner, or in other words, there there are no born advanced players, unless you count Nomad and I, who were born <laughs> bosses every day. Unless we create a flow from beginner to expert by offering an entrance for beginners in the processes for a beginner to become an intermediate user, and from an intermediate to an advanced player, the video game industry will gradually shrink. So I guess Nintendo is the tutorial for gaming. Um, Awada has also been a leader in the industry and seems to have a good bead on how things are working. My only issue is Nintendo themselves marketed the Wii as a casual system, (laughs) not as a general market device. It seems Nintendo may have shot themselves in the foot where marketing is concerned. The short-term gain... Really? Wow, who would have thought that? (laughs) The short-term gain can't be ignored, but the big picture for Nintendo is looking a bit bleak. When your competition has grossly superior, grossly superior graphics and processing power, it's easy to see why most have dismissed your system as a casual gaming console. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's basically that whole that whole last paragraph translates to face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, that's the thing is, is that 
when you, when I think of a casual and casual gaming is not necessarily a bad thing. For me, nothing it's... nothing wrong with casual gaming. No, because of the, we all do it though. Yeah, we. I mean, even you know, I was playing Angry Birds on the bus today. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like uh, you know, when you're dealing with uh, a system that you, when I think of casual gaming, I think of more people for people that uh, that want to play video games because they're fun. People like like okay, you're gonna sit there and say, well, aren't we all casual gamers? Yeah. My sister and almost everyone in her damn family has a Nintendo Wii. Yeah. None of them have a PS3 or an Xbox 360, unless it's their husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and that's uh, and for me, you know, Dixie Chick goes, well, what do you think I should get? You know, because she was saying again, and I'm like, well, for what you play and, and the kind of game she would probably play, I would say a Nintendo Wii. Yeah. It just makes more sense. It makes more sense. I mean, if someone like Dixie Chick asked, you would say Wii. If someone like... Nomad ass, I would say a PS3 or an Xbox. Yeah, it just depends on the taste. Yeah, you know, because there there are different different kinds of games. I mean, the Super Mario game that's a game you could just pop in real quick, do a couple levels, have some fun, you know, whatever. But then Battlefield Three, you can't really just pop into Battlefield. You yeah. got to dedicate some time to that. Yeah. And that's really the difference between them. <laughs> one takes skill and one doesn't. <laughs> yeah, because um, I was I was burning through Super Mario. That was fun. Yeah, cause, and that's the same thing. It's like, if I want to play something that's just kind of light or whatever, I'll throw Super Mario in yeah. or Mario Kart or something. That's just fun. We bowling when the when everybody's hanging out and having a good time. They want to play that. Yeah. But, you know, if I'm going to sit there and like, like uh, Asian Fury and I, we put in Battlefield 3. Come <laughs> boss. Yeah. And uh, that's the, now you, now you need to get serious. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, you take my, gaming my, seriously, yeah. you're hardcore. <laughs> when you're, when you're waiting for the day, you're like, oh, it comes out tomorrow, it comes out tomorrow. You're a serious game. That's right. Yeah. And by the way, Micro Hana already put a thumbs up on your picture. <laughs> nice. <laughs> for the broken and still works. That's such an awesome picture. I should tweet it too. Right? Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, uh, speaking of hardcore gaming <laughs> or hardcore people about gaming. Yeah. File this under the what the fuck department. Uh, it, department. it seems that earlier this week, some copies of the unreleased Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 <laughs> were released online, according to IGN. One of the copies was sold on eBay, and that person paid $1,725 for a $60 game. Good job, dude. Uh, some copies were made uh, were mistakenly released to the public this week, even though the game isn't scheduled to come out until Tuesday. Uh, I guess the the need to play the game before anyone else was so great that they didn't have to spend nearly two grand on it. Now, I'm a Modern Warfare fan, but I have my limits. Not to mention I don't have 200 grand to throw around. Just wait uh, a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a drawback, though, according to... Uh, in, initially, uh, there was a drawback, because according to Xbox Live's Director and Policy of Enforcement, playing um, the game online prior to the release date could result in a ban. He actually went on Twitter and said... Pre- Pre-release play not authorized. Be patient. Playing early may impact your account. Well, after that, Activision, like a boss, uh, said that uh, while Xbox may have been planning to ban people, Activision decided that they don't want to piss off fans that obtained obtained a legal copy of the game. But how can they obtain a legal copy of it if it just came out? Well, it's because it was already it's already shipped to to people. It's already shipped to so the store sold them. Yeah, what fucking idiot? Really? Yeah, Dude, it's probably like the biggest game of the year. You don't <laughs> yeah. know when it comes. Yeah, out. Yeah, you don't know when it comes out. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it, it had to be Walmart. <laughs> I swear it was Walmart. <laughs> one of them. Um, one of these. Uh, I think there were smaller um, smaller companies, and some of them even put them on eBay. Um, but fail, fail, uh, fail, fail, fail. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's what Activision said to Joystick. 
Uh, we value and appreciate the customer support. We have no interest in banning legitimate copies in these last few days. We just ask people to wait for Tuesday when everybody can play the game together. This is a good move for Activision to take, while I seriously doubt it was a, quote, mistake to release some of these games early. Activision shouldn't punish people that purchase legitimate copies of the game with potential bans. Xbox Live may thought they were doing the right thing, but banning someone for paying a couple of grand for a game is is not logical at all. No. No. Because it's, you're, you just lost yeah. customer for life. Yeah. So... Uh, it's a two grand dude for a game a $60 game that comes out in a week no you're like a see and that goes beyond like oh he's dedicated to the game or oh that cat's legit cause he's on it but no you're an idiot dude yeah you had to wait they won't they're not gonna run out of Call of Duty 3 copies they're not gonna run out right right you know so you had to wait literally a week and then you could play with everyone else. <laughs> it doesn't, like, you... Asshole. Just asshole. Anyway. Anyways. Anyways. Speaking of game stores. Oh, no. there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> GameStop has been... GameStop has been expanding into other territories of gaming lately. And this one is possibly the most impressive. Um, U.S. GameStop stores now carry a specialized Android tablet... That will come preloaded with seven games, including Madden NFL and Dead Space. These tablets will be sold in 200 stores right now and be connected to not only the Android market, but also GameStop's Congregate Congregate Arcade app. I love when you write it and then you're like, what? Anything? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> GameStop's new position in the gaming industry all started with the purchase of Spawn Labs and Impulse, officially bringing GameStop into the cloud gaming realm. This could all be a test run or an official, hey, come buy this move. <laughs> uh, GameStop ha- also accepts iOS device trade-ins as well, which gives you even more options. I don't know why I read this over uh, <laughs> Personally, I'm impressed with the changes GameStop is making with their business model. It shows that the company can keep up with the times and evolve into something even better and more relevant. Of course, let's hope that people actually buy these things. So, it's kind of cool. I mean, it kind of goes on the same vein of the uh, the Sony tablets that are connected to the PlayStation Network. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dead Space... And I'm not saying shit version of Dead Space. Dead Space is on the fuck tablet. Yeah. You know, so... We're starting to, now. We're starting to see real games on tablets, people. Yeah. This is what this is. This is what we would call a reason to get a tablet, yeah. not the little iPod, iPad, so I can play um, Angry Birds on. I think you can play Angry Birds on a toaster nowadays. <laughs> on everything. I was playing it on this Coke can earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I played it on Linux. That's what you know. That's <laughs> how you know. Play it on there. Uh, when somebody takes the time to put it on Linux, you know? well, I played through the 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 Chrome App Store. Anyway, oh man, shit's legit though, which is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so it appears that um, it appears it appears that um, what what happened to my don't fuck it up, dude. Yeah, I know. It's like okay. don't fuck it up. <laughs> don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> In a stunning, faster than usual mode, Apple has admitted that there was there is an issue with the battery life on the fo- iPhone 4S. <laughs> what, what were you telling me? Somebody said on um, they tweeted or something. Oh yeah, um, one of the writers for the Big Bang Theory goes, "I never had a problem with my iPhone battery dying until Steve Jobs died. Maybe it's just sad." Oh. <laughs> 
See. Now, according to Apple that provided a written statement to All Things D, they claim that the battery issue only affects certain users on certain carriers. Sprint. Such <coughs> uh, <laughs> a truth. <laughs> Apple admits that their battery drains are coming from their iOS 5 software, but that does not go into details as to what's causing it. Quote, a small number of customers have reported lower than expected battery life on iOS 5 devices, Apple said in a statement. Uh, we have found a few bugs that are affecting battery life, and we will release a software update to address those in a few uh, weeks. And it seems that it depends on what network you're on, pattern usage, and some other factors. While the problem is actually pretty common on all smart smartphones, many users are complaining that battery life was unexpectedly shorter than the previous models. I wonder if Surrey was able to answer that problem. I don't know. <laughs> all I know is the iPhone is on everything now. Yeah. Which is how it should have been in the beginning. Right. You know, the iPhone is a serviceable device... If you're not into tweaking anything, you're not into having full control over it, you just want to use it as a phone and play little games on it, the iPhone's fine. But I think that... Like um, old man dude. He just ordered his own, his. Yeah, first and that's phone. perfect for him. You yeah. know what I mean? For me, it would drive me fucking crazy. Yeah, because I like to tell the stuff my phone what, what to do and yeah. where to do... I don't like my phone them. telling me what to yeah, do. It's like, no, asshole. <laughs> it's going here. You might as well put a Hal voice on it. <laughs> I, I said that uh, actually no I didn't say that some uh, one guy I was think I think it's CNET I was reading up on that and he said he goes Apple failed at this problem oh when Siri when they had the Siri outage he says that Apple's failed to seize on a moment right there and when an error happened it should have said um, I'm sorry I cannot do that Dave yeah <laughs> that would have been awesome that would have been, 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 been the end that right would have been it right there all right well I think it's time for some. Uh, New releases. So we've got for Netflix. B -b -b bitches! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix uh, instant uh, streaming. Oh, yes. We've got Gnomeo and Juliet. I've seen that movie seven times. Yeah, My kids love it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, I just can't bring myself to watch it. It's whatever. It's uh, just a stupid movie. Downfall, Girl Interrupted, Season of the Witch, Resident Evil Degeneration. Yeah, animated! And Death Becomes Her. That's old school. Bruce Willis in yeah. it, dude. Uh, oh, games! Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Like, course, I really like you really had to say that. Uh, Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim. <laughs> yes. Uh, La Noire, the complete edition. That sucks. What up? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it just came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Metal Gear Solid HD Collection. That does not suck. Asian Fury is. He's like, oh, I want Modern Warfare Three. Do I want Uncharted Three? Do I want Metal Gear Solid the HD Collection? I'm like, listen. I go. You you need all of those. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's, and if you can't afford it, steal something. Yeah, because it needs to be done. <laughs> so yeah, gaming, um, gaming this week should be lovely. <laughs> should be lovely. Also got uh, in, out in theaters. We got Jay Edgar, which is uh, the new Clint Eastwood uh, Leo movie, Immortals, and uh, the stupidest movie of all time, Jack and Jill. No, no, now the world's still spinning. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> For now, anyway. yeah. Uh, DVDs coming out. Uh, it's actually pretty weak. Uh, I, yeah. It's a really weak. <laughs> Listen, Frankenhooker is coming out. <laughs> that tells you how on Blu-ray. <laughs> Have uh, you ever seen Frankenhooker? No. They take dead parts of like <laughs> prostitutes or something, and they make a super prostitute. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, the Change Up uh, from the '90s. Band of Brothers slash the uh, the Pacific set. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. They have. Doctor Who season two, season six part two. However, I recommend people don't get it. 
uh, because I believe it's just after Thanksgiving is the full set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so just wait for that. I was about to say, like, what? No. <laughs> um, also... The uh, Adventures of Sharkboard and Lava Girl come to Blu-ray. Otherwise known as Jacob from Twilight. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> see where Jacob got started... <laughs> Uh, I swear he'll never live that down. <laughs> he probably walks around like, I'm a badass werewolf. And there's always that one in the group. What up, shark boy? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. And that's me. In the group. Oh, my God. Comics, we got quite a few coming out this week. Yeah. Avengers Origins Vision. So that's going to be cool. We'll get to see the origin story of Vision. Cool. Uh, Avenging Spider-Man, number one, comes out. Battle Scars, number this is one. Avenging Spider-Man. Uh, it's a new ongoing um, uh, Spider-Man series that they... Who's, who's writing it? Uh, it's not somebody I'm all that familiar oh, with. Oh, okay. Um, Battle Scars, which is kind of the uh, offshoot from uh, Fear Itself. Fear Itself 7.2, issue 2. <laughs> Alpha Mega. Yeah. <laughs> Omicron SETI 4. <laughs> Journey into Mystery, uh, issue 631, is actually kind of cool because it's the... Uh, it's the rejuvenated Loki goes on trial for all the crimes he's committed in all the nine realms. Jesus. So, yeah. That's going to be a long that, trial. That's going to be a long one there. Uh, the new miniseries, Magneto Not a Hero, number one. New Adventures 18. We got Point One, which is a new, uh, which is that new series that's coming out, which is going to basically showcase all the new stuff coming out for 2012 mm -hmm. from Marvel. So, issue number one is there. Uh, Ultimate Comic Spider-Man number four, Uncanny X-Force number 17. And what do we got on DC? I'm not going to say number three, so if you don't hear a number, it's number three. <laughs> uh, Batgirl, Batman and Robin, Batwoman, Deathstroke, Demon Knights, Frankenstein, Franken I almost said Frankenhooker. Uh, Frankenstein, <laughs> Franken Agent, Hooker, of Shade. Agent of Shade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern, Grifter, Huntress, Two of Six, um, Legion Lost, Mr. Terrific, Penguin, Pain, and Prejudice, 2 of 5. Um, Resurrection Man, Suicide Squad, yes! <laughs> Superboy, and Volume 1, Trade Paperback of Superman, The Last Stand of New Krypton. That was a pretty sick story. A lot of, some people didn't like it, but I thought it was alright. So if you want to go check that out, get the trade, baby. Alright. Alright, so... Uh... Actually, I'm looking at all this stuff. I'm looking, actually, at all the DC and none of the stuff I get. Oh, except for... Yeah, no. It's none of the stuff. I get Suicide Squad. Well, we know that. Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad. Oh, and Green Lantern. And I want to get that... Uh, Batman and Robin. I want to get uh, Penguin, Pride, Pain and Prejudice. I know. That looks kind of cool. That looks pretty sick. All right, well, one of the topics that I have this week <laughs> is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's really quick, and uh, what happened this week or uh, in the UK, some guy... Uh, some young guy. Some young guy. <laughs> uh, uh, he, got, he, was, he went to... Uh, Alright, let me just give you the whole issue here. Uh, the British government's employment tribunal held, uh, a, ha gave a judgment, in which case an employee named Samuel Crisp who used to work for an Apple store, uh, was fired from Apple for posting a negative comment about Apple on his Facebook page. Now, what happened was, is that he, he said that, uh, be, that he regarded that being fired was a violation of his uh, pr rights to privacy because he made that comment on his Facebook page. 
Well, the uh, British government's uh, employment tribunals upheld Apple's firing of the retail um, employee, basically saying that he violated the negative comments clause in the Apple agreement when he when he signed. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Speak he, on it, brother. <laughs> he pasted a comment on his Facebook. Now, his Facebook was private. Now, also, when he posted it on there, obviously nobody could see it, but one of his quote-unquote buddies was on there. And what happened was one of his buddies shared the comment and shared it with the, his boss, which thus got it revealed that he made these comments and then was um, summarily dismissed after that. Uh, yeah, what a homie, dude. Yeah, what a, what a, what a homo. <laughs> that too sure. yeah but uh that and so that's the thing and and one of the big things that came up and uh and cnet kind of talked about it was uh at what point do we have um privacy you know at, at what point can we claim the right to privacy in a social media world right and uh at what point do we have the right to say anything now at this particular at this particular moment, I look at it and say, if your company has a policy that says you can't say anything bad about us online on your Twitter. They're, they're bitches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, one, they're bitches. But two, you shouldn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to keep your job. You want to keep your job, then you shouldn't and say also, anything. you don't have to share everything. I know. You know what I mean? Like Comments like that are best left. When you're actually speaking to each other. Yeah. You know? What, what would they say on the league when you're on um, MyFace or whatever? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the offline social network? Yeah, the offline social yeah. network. <laughs> I think I think society... I think it's called society. <laughs> uh, you, do you need a cookie? <sighs> Topic is getting too serious. Um, but that's... That's one of the things that I, I thought about that, and I, and I thought, you know, if you have that, uh, and and here's uh, well, well, let me let me go to this other thing first. Be and you gotta also remember, you gotta be careful of the people you put on your Facebook. If your Facebook is private, you know, you know that there are people that are casual friends. It's one of the reasons why I like Google Plus. Yeah. Because you can kind of dictate who it goes like, out to. Like, you'll have friends and then homies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, and I, I, I wrote an article about, about this whole thing. And my thing was that uh, if, if you have that kind of company that, that wants to restrict and make sure you're not saying any, any negative crap shit about them, you, you best follow that rule. Yep. Uh, and because here's the thing is that while everybody goes, well, 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 I deleted it, it doesn't matter. And it's like, here's one of the, like I posted on here. It's like simply dropping the N word at a party and everyone hears you. You can't take it back. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> or can deny it, but someone will always come out and say, I was there. I heard it. I heard you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And Sit your punk ass down. <laughs> And, and, you know, and this, the same thing applies to social media, you know? It's like, you know, in a world that that we that anyone can world. retweet or share every fucking thing we put on there, yeah. you know, it's just too easy for someone to say something in haste and then try to take it away when they uh, when they realize what they've done. Even if you think your quote-unquote friends on fa your Facebook page are really your friends, there's always some asshole that's out waiting for you to slip up and then yeah. he'll take your job. 
because, you know, uh, like I put on here, you know, I go, your enemy, um, like this guy found out your enemies never attack you in the dark, but they attack you with a smile and an open palm. Exactly. And, uh, that, that's one of the things that I think too many people get into. If you're going to make a comment, make it vague. If you really have to say something, yeah, make it vague. Don't sit there and go, asshole so-and-so is da 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 <laughs> At this date and this yeah, time. And wearing that stupid tie, you know? <laughs> it's like, you know, they're just like, yeah. And also, another place to keep it separate is Twitter. Yeah. Because you could, you could have a Twitter account with a fake name, like, or just a fun name or whatever. Yeah. And just say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and the problem too is that it was a oh yeah hook hook follow me on Twitter. Why for one reason? Twitter is probably one of the more safest places unless you're famous. Yeah, um, uh, it's a good place to kind of have your own mysterious account and say shit. But Facebook can get people into a lot of trouble because everything's integrated to you. Like MySpace, you could have kind of created a kind of a ghost account. And yeah. then you could have just said random shit and do stuff that you know you won't get in trouble for unless you slipped up. Yeah. Facebook doesn't allow you to do that. No. And, uh, and, and Facebook, you're Facebook. Yeah. Facebook, it's you. It's you. That's <laughs> this is you. your profile pic. That's right. You know, you live at. <laughs> <laughs> your social security. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, as I, as I said in here, you know, uh, is a, some of you may wonder what if posting was private, but you know, how did it get out? And then I just mentioned about how it got out. But I, I also say that this is the fault of the person, and this is something that we can all. There's something we can all take away from this: is when you use social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, you need to know what is out there in the world, and anyone can see it. Yeah. So you know, some people can complain that's an infringement on civil rights, but it's seriously not true because once it's made out in public, it's for the world to see. You know, like people say, um, like people can sit there and go, oh, what? I can't walk naked down the street. No, you can't. No, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and, you know, I, I understand that. And a lot of times if a company doesn't have a strict policy on what you can say on Facebook and stuff like that, you may have some legal right. But you think Apple is going to take their chance of you not saying anything on yeah. Facebook? You know, so if you don't know, first thing you should do, if you don't know, find out. Yeah. <laughs> well, even then, I mean, I, I, I don't talk about work. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, there's no point to. You, yeah. You know. It's... At the end of the day, you could just say crappy day. Just yeah. Now I'm or just even go- if you want to tell a story about something that happened, you can just. It's going to say work, say mall or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Write a blog. You yeah. Know? You know, something that doesn't have your you name on it. You don't always have to be so descriptive about everything. Yeah. Um, so Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of some of the, the things that I think people kind of sit there and go like, well, I should still have a right to privacy. Not when you're putting things on a social platform. Yeah. You, you just can't. That's like... That's like... <sighs> Fucking your girl in public and wondering why everyone's watching you. You know what I mean? Better yet, better yet. It's like fucking some girl outside your girlfriend's house. And wondering why your girlfriend's upset. Yeah, and wondering why your girlfriend's pissed off at you. Yeah. You know, so. Basically, it'll be a jackass. Yeah. You're not that fucking important. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways. Anyways. Shit. (laughs) Shit. Uh, what you got over there? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, so, 
I just want to talk real quick about <laughs> what was going on with the anonymous last couple weeks and how they um they decided to go up against a what are they called the Zetas <laughs> a Mexican drug cartel. I feel like I'm watching like the Warriors two or something you know <laughs> um a Mexican drug cartel so obviously it's serious because the drug cartels are <laughs> fucking evil bastards um. <laughs> Which makes it more funny why Anonymous was the big enemy. Yeah. Um, now, I guess, what exactly happened? They abducted someone? Yeah, they abducted some... What what uh, Anonymous claims was one of their people uh, in Mexico and uh, had him prisoner or whatever. So I think they decided that they were going... They had names of... What was it? Like uh, political people well, that were involved. Taxi drivers and yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah, So they had, um, they made a YouTube video wearing the typical, what was it, Guy, Guy Fox? Yeah, Guy Fox. Yeah, Guy Fox mask. Guy Fox. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and they said, uh, we're going to pull some quotes from no that's article um <laughs> you made a huge mistake by taking one of us release him and if anything happens to him you fuckers will always <laughs> remember this upcoming november 5th so the thing is is you have to do shit not around november yeah. and then they won't do it um we demand his release as a man wearing a suit tie and the customary mask and the film we want the army and the navy to know that we are fed up with the criminal group Zetas who have concentrated on kidnapping, stealing, and blackmailing in different ways. So, this is all very interesting because when I think Mexican drug cartel, I think guns, I think drugs. You know, so I don't think, like, any, I don't think of hackers or, <laughs> or internet or electricity. <laughs> you know, I, I just think of, you know, people shoving cocaine up 15-year-old girls' asses and sending them to America. Yeah. I, I don't really think about anything in Anonymous's realm. And then they start talking, well, we have names of this and this. Okay, you know, that, that makes sense. Well, but... the U.S. State Department said that they were the most technologically advanced drug cartel. Ooh. So, yeah. They have or, a point-of-sale system and yeah, shit, yeah. you know. <laughs> you, they, take, they have a nap. Yeah. <laughs> they take cash and credit, you know. Um, Hold on. I, I need a cookie. Need, yeah, yeah, man. I need to get a cookie here. That's right. Going back in time before there were drug cartels. <laughs> um, so this is all very interesting, you know, yada, yada, yada. My, my... Now, you were telling me of a new development... Where the Zetas go, that's that's fine. You do what you want to do, but we'll just hurt them, their family, anyone they know. You know doing a typical drug cartel bit, right? You know? They apparently, supposedly, the Zetas are claiming that they didn't kidnap this guy or the guy had been released or something like that. And anonymous, they said that if you release the names of this, we're gonna find that guy and his family and friends and his high school prom date and like yeah. everybody and like kill them, physical harm. So Anonymous, in traditional fashion, lately backed down and said, "Well, we don't, we don't really want it. Um, we don't want anybody to get hurt." Yeah, acting like they didn't expect that. Yeah, you know, you're dealing with a drug cartel. Yeah, these guys deal they're, with guns. They're not gonna go. Oh golly, I guess you got us. Yeah, you know, they have money in actual houses, not yeah. in bank accounts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, 
But according to, uh, I heard later on that one member, Anonymous said that they weren't going to, they didn't endorse that, so they weren't going to do it. But somebody that's supposed to be affiliated with Anonymous says, I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to do it. There's always that guy. Always that one guy that fuck it up. Yeah, that one guy that go like, I don't give a shit. It ain't my family. I'm from the streets. Let's <laughs> say like, whatever. Park Avenue, bitch. Yeah, you know that was an American. Straight up. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Grabbing his dick. He's just like, whatever. I'm from Chino, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man, but... Throwing up gang signs and shit. I just thought it was funny that they were taking on a drug cartel. I just thought it was funny because they thought that that's a little out of their 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 power, depth. You know, when the U.S. military has a hard time keeping them at bay, I think Anonymous needs to calm down. Yeah. You know, and they're writing their own hype there. Yeah, Which, you can take down websites. You can hack yeah, yeah, the government. Hey, the digital realm is all you, but yeah. people with machine guns and shit, you might want to leave that to the professionals. Yeah, the guy that sits there and doesn't care if he kills you and six children behind you. Yeah. You know, he don't... That, that... And, and that's the thing. And the people who are in Anonymous, they live in a world where, where they're breaking rules, but they still have rules yeah. that they follow and moral code. These other people don't. They have money. That's it. If they're making money, they're happy. If they're not, they got they're the money on their mind. Their mind on the money and the money on the mind. That's right. But um, in an evil way. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I commended Anonymous for, you know. I like the thought. Yes, yeah, yeah. that counts. Yeah. And it is around the holidays. So, yeah. um, but, but, you know, you got to remember, these are the same guys that took 50 people and cut their heads off. Exactly. And buried them and in a grave. If something... If something happens as a result from this, then Anonymous is going to look real fucking stupid. You know, and, and we just need to, well, not that they looked all that intelligent in the beginning, but, I mean, Anonymous has done some cool shit, they've done some bad shit. That's the problem when it's a big group of people that don't live together. Yeah. You know, it's anyone the can... collective? Like, yeah, like, I could go online and, and, and break something, too, and go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Anonymous. Yeah. You know, and then everyone goes, oh, it's Anonymous. Yeah. You know, so... Whatever. Yeah. Anonymous posts on comments on our you, site. <laughs> you know, the thing too is with Anonymous, like, you know, you the idea of, yeah, well, we're a collective, you know, we we don't have a single head. This is the problem with not having a head. You know, you don't have a governing body that yes. says, hey, we shouldn't be doing this. That's one of the problems. But it's anarchy. Complete. All right. Complete and utter. <laughs> but not the cool kind they used to talk about in high school. Yeah. The shitty kind. <laughs> Alright, well, I think it's time we get into some douchebaggery. Douchebag. Douchebag. Uh, douchebag. So, my number three. <laughs> it comes from Digital Spy. Uh, man severs arm with homemade guillotine. A U.S. man, of course, has been hospitalized yeah. after severing his arm in a homemade guillotine. Professionals at the urology clinic in Bellingham, Washington, contacted police on Thursday, October 27th, after a man showed that his right arm had been sliced off below, above the elbow. Ah, uh, above the elbow? That's all right. Police told Bellingham, the Bellingham Herald that officers searched the area surrounding the clinic for the severed limb, eventually discovering, discovering it was a transient camp along with an elaborate handcrafted guillotine. Uh, the unidentified patient is currently believed to be in serious condition in the intensive care unit. Authorities believe that the injury was self-inflicted and that the man himself is also a transient. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you build a homemade guillotine? And then that just... Then use it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I can understand if you used it on someone else. But what was it like? It works. I'll show you it works. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and slice your arm? Just... You know, the problem is maybe he was like, oh, well, it's French. So it's not going to do anything. <laughs> what they're not they're not realizing is the French killed a lot of people with this that. is back in the day yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> get your history right uh, my my number two douchebag of the week douchebags can Halloween have a Grinch uh, Canadian school bans Halloween a school principal from Canada has banned Halloween pupils at the Saint Teresa of Lisieux uh, elementary school in Hamilton labeled Mistress Linda Chittick boring after she told them that they were not allowed to celebrate the, the holiday with costumes. Mother Linda Fraser, whose Ooh. twins Skylar and Kendall attend the school, told CN News all the kids are upset. Fraser revealed that the school had just had sent letters to the parents last month explaining that Halloween, as we traditionally know it, would be canceled this year. She said that the students were devastated and started a petition hoping that Chitnik, um, to change Chitnik's mind. B- quote, but she isn't listening to the kids and that's really sad. Last week, uh, a second note went home confirming to the staff that the students couldn't, could wear black and orange, but no costumes. Frazier said that her children would be, uh, said it would be boring to wear cus- colors rather than proper Halloween outfits. Chitnik claimed in the letter that celebrating Halloween distracts pupils from instructional time in the classroom and also creates safety and security concerns. Uh, The decision was made by all staff and supported by the Catholic School Council Executive, she wrote. She also banned students from bringing in Halloween candy to share with friends, instead demanding that they only bring non-edible items. And why did did she do this? Uh, Because she claims it was distraction... During educational time in the classroom and creates security and safety hazards. And why is she such a bitch? Because <laughs> she said, you know, the kids can't celebrate. Can't, you can't do it. You can't celebrate Halloween coming to school. Oh. Uh, Frazier said that Chick Nick had already canceled the talent show and an air band contest that, uh, since starting the school two years ago. The kids are frustrated and they're wondering what they'll lose next. She said, when school begins, um, stops being fun and is all about academics... Then the kids stop enjoying. Well, that last statement was kind of funny. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, what grade? This is a lower grade, though. You this know, is an elementary school. Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of fun. Yeah. You know, and it's Halloween. Yeah. Man. Like my kids had this parade thing that they yeah. did. I was going down to uh, when I was uh, going down to the comic store. It's right across the street from uh, uh, I, Junior High, right there, and um, all the kids were dressed up. I would love to see. Maybe she's a hardcore Christian. Mm. Like like hardcore. Why well, Chris would come up? And she's all for it. Yeah, but you know, I'm like, bitches. <laughs> I looked at that and I was like, going really for elementary school? I go, I I say safety concerns. Okay, if they're coming to school as Wolverine or or Freddy Krueger that has sharp objects or a samurai, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can understand the safety. Well, concerns. if they come as a sam a true samurai, no one would have seen them. That's true. You know what I'm That's saying? That's true. When you would see them coming. Oh man, but I'm oh, like, no, that was a ninja. Yeah. What, oh yeah. Whatever. Same difference. Yes. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, dude. All right. So my number one douchebag goes to Google this week. 
Uh, and the title of this article is Google's Gmail app is released. No, wait. <laughs> Uh, just when people thought they were, they, that the whole Google Plus deal was going to be the biggest misstep of the year, it seems that people are saying that their long-awaited debut of the Gmail app for the iOS is a big fail. So much so that after Google released it, they pulled it. Works nice on the Android. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> after three years of waiting for the Gmail app, Google finally released the app and gave user, um, Gmail users a reason to rejoice. The celebration was short-lived. After realizing there was a bug in the software, Google decided to pull the app, but people that already downloaded the app can still use it. Quote, earlier today we launched a Gmail app for iOS. Unfortunately, it contained a bug which broke notifications and caused users to see an error message when opening the app. We removed the app while we correct the problem, and we're working to bring a new version soon. Uh, everyone who's installed the already installed the app can continue to use it, even though they just said that it it gets an error message when you open it. Google said in the statement. <laughs> Feel free to click on it. Yeah, uh, G- Google has hasn't been receiving glowing marks for their Gmail updates this week, and um, Google users got to see the facelift that happened when signing into their Gmail accounts online. Uh, while they tried to stream um, streamline the interface, all it seemed to do was make it look like a template that you can use in Excel. Uh, is it me, or are we seeing a lot of misstep from some very major innovators in our recent history? Listen to it. From antenna gate and battery issues from Apple, the Netflix debacle of recent months, recent months, uh, Google and their failed attempts to remain relevant, in the, and video game publishers forgetting to give buyers promised DLC codes <laughs> so they implement to... Everybody's drunk. <laughs> yeah, or to reduce piracy. It seems that instead of moving forward, we are stuck in a stagnation period. But... You know what? I don't hear Android users complaining that their app to check their Apple Mail doesn't work. You bought an iPhone, <laughs> yeah. and you wanted, you're upset that you can't access. You know what? If you would have bought Google's phone, it works famously. <laughs> yeah, it works great with that. You should be lucky they're even trying to put an app. But what's funny though is that on your iPhone, you can log it into Gmail account. Yeah, and it's, it looks perfect. Yeah. And I don't understand, like, why Google need, feels the need to have their own app. And Google's a lot about web-based apps. They, yeah. they, that's their thing. Yeah, you know, so. so... But the problem is the iPhone and the the way we have our stuff now is everything has to be a fucking app. Yeah. You know, so... It's, I just thought that one was funny because it's like... I I would... If, if you ever heard anyone who had Android go, oh, she was an app to check my Apple mail. People would be like, why don't you just get an iPhone? But no one's going to do that for Gmail. Yeah. You know? Stupid. <laughs> or, yeah. I want to see if there's an Apple Mail app now. <laughs> I bet um, it works great, too. Yeah. So, who was your, uh, who are your douchey douche of the week? Um, my number three. What did I, what did I name my sweet, sweet number three? That's not for that, man. <laughs> This is in Palm Coast, Florida. I'm trying to look for the app. I'm getting distracted. Um, There is none, by the way. (laughs) Authorities have identified and charged a 67-year-old man. They say urinated in a bank tube after he couldn't get a money order. The suspect's name has not yet been released. Gee. Yeah. Investigators said another customer unknowingly picked up the bank tube. (laughs) It was then covered in the liquid. Piss. (laughs) The liquid. (laughs) Which they believed was urine. A man pulled into the drive-up drive, drive up teller at the RBC Bank in Palm Coast on Tuesday, deputies said, and urinated in a tube when a policy upset him. 
Because that's what sane individuals do. <laughs> the customer behind him had no idea what he had done. It's This is a quote. It's a disgusting act that nobody should have to go through. You go to the bank to make a deposit or withdrawal. Nobody should have to go through this. Said Major Dave O'Brien. Oh. With the Flagler County Sheriff's Office. This is the steady boss. Yeah. Um, investigators said they knew who the man was because he's an RBC customer and may may have done the same thing once before at a branch in Port Orange. <laughs> Flagler County authorities have charged the man with creating a public nuisance. Once the paperwork is filed, he could face arrest and a year in jail. The bank's manager wow. says the branch closed down the, the suspect's account and gave him all his money back. You think? Yeah. I would have kept the fucking money for the cleaning. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like, you have a pro. That's a grown man too. You have a problem, and that's how you. That's how you go about it. Yeah. He's just keeping it real. Yeah, keeping it real <laughs> nasty. This one is keeping it real fucking nasty, dude. Um, I literally named this one. Um, that's it. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> a Portland woman who bought a horse, killed it, gutted it. And posed naked for photos inside the carcass broke no laws. Oregon authority says, "Wow, yes, right." And she <laughs> and she says she can't understand people's interest in her. "Quote: No idea why people care." Jasa Lawton, twenty-one, told Seattle Weekly, which published photos that she had posted on the internet. Lawton and her boyfriend had taken over care of the thirty-two-year-old horse. That's pretty fucking old for a horse. Thirty-two-year-old yeah. horse, which they said was in declining health. Um, Coin TV reported they told Washington County Sheriff's deputies that they shot it near Portland with a rifle and gutted it. Then, so they shot it because it was sick. Yeah. They didn't just shoot it for this. So okay, <laughs> but she just took it that extra well, that, step. But that's why, because when I first was reading this, I was like, "That's animal cruelty," but it's not because they put it out of its misery. And then when it's dead, you can do whatever you want with it, I guess. Um, Portland with a rifle and gunned it. Then Lawton, Lawton stripped and climbed inside. She also posed outside of it, covered in, in its blood and with parts of the horse's organs. She posted the photos on the internet, of course. And a man in North Carolina who came across them reported them to deputies, the Weekly reported. Um, Lawton reportedly told investigators that they wanted to humanely kill the horse and eat it. And she wanted to feel what it would be like to be inside the dead horse. That's her <laughs> statement. Wow, that's just... Uh, that's gross, man. Lion reportedly told investigators that they wanted to humanely... Oh, I read that part. Investigators decided the couple had violated no laws. Technically, they really didn't. No, they didn't. They're just gross. <laughs> you know, probably in like... They're, they're those kind of people... They lived in China, they would have been yeah. shot. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're those kind of people that go, oh yeah, don't go near their yard. Don't yeah, go yeah. near their yard. Don't trick or treat at this yeah. spot. You know what I mean? <laughs> you might get some interesting stuff. By the way, quick update on that photo you uh, you posted yeah. at the Nintendo. Delgado goes, and if Nintendo starts acting up, you smack it and make it work. Gotta love that. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of Halloween... <laughs> well, I said Halloween before you said that. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. My number one douchebag. <laughs> douchebag. Douchebag. This really isn't funny. It's just the South. <laughs> you know? Um, this was in South Carolina. In Akin. Akin, South Carolina. 
South Carolina officials say a 10-year-old trick-or-treater pulled a 9-millimeter handgun on a woman who joked that she'd steal his Halloween candy. That's a gangster right there! (laughs) So, the Augusta Chronicle reported Tuesday that a 28-year-old woman told authorities she recognized some youngsters Monday evening. And she joked she'd take their candy. Which, every Halloween when you're a kid, I'm going to take your candy. Take your candy. Yeah. Akin Public Safety... Jeez, this is stupid. <laughs> Akin Public Safety Lieutenant David Torino. So he's not a, he's not good enough to be a cop, I guess. Right. Says a ten year old in the group said no and pointed the handgun at her. Basically, she <laughs> went no, bitch. Yeah, no. Uh, Turno Turno says the gun wasn't loaded, but the boy had a clip of ammunition. Oh shit! Yeah, he was ready to go, man. <laughs> He was... I'm from the streets! Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. He was taking... See, that's when, that's when a child... That's when you start paying attention to a child that like he's a grown-ass man. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got a gun. You're like, okay, calm down. Don't be, he pulls a gun out. Listen, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they say, come on, grow the... Okay, listen. <laughs> listen, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> As you're running away, tell your sister hi! Yeah, yeah! <laughs> he was taken to the police station and was turned over to his parents. Uh, Turno, Turno said the boy's brother, who is also 10, told, so this is like twins or whatever, dude? Uh, Fucking scary ass told, told officials he also had a gun and both weapons were recovered by police. Turno says the boys got them from their grandfather without his permission. Um, if grandfather should lock him the fuck up. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that could have been a... This, this is a funny situation right now, but that could have been a serious situation. That could have been. You know, so... <laughs> good job, South. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Oh my god, dude. It's just like, you know, the kids suddenly... the kids like going, yeah, well this shit just got rid. That's right. Where'd Dixie Chick at? Yeah, I know. Where'd Dixie Chick? Oh, man. Alright, so... I think it's time for some epicness. 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 So, uh... This one I like. This one? I wish I, wish I would have paid attention. I would have made this our joint one. Because yeah. this cat's legit. Alright, well... Uh, we have... We have recently seen publishing companies doing what they want to try and curb people's interest in buying used games. Yeah. Here at the Lazy Geeks, we have spent a great deal of time on this site and in our weekly podcast on such an issue. However, it's nice to know that someone out there in the actual business world thinks the way we do. In the International Game Developers Association Leadership Forum last week, wow, that was a mouthful, hmm. Obsidian <laughs> Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Obsidian CZO Fergus Yukart uh, spoke with GameSpot and discussed the issue that is facing the gaming industry. And uh, one, ma- one of the major issues, re- uh, one of the main reasons gamers are Becoming more and more vocal is the feeling that publishers need to create DLC for free for people that pay full price for a game, uh, for their games, and force people to pay f- um, pay to that content when they buy the game used. Uh, most notably in the character of Catwoman in the recent Rocksteady release of Batman Arkham City. While Catwoman is an integral part of the game, people will ha- still have to pay 10 bucks for that character if they purchase the game used. One of the main points of contention is that she is needed to be 100% complete of the game. We've always thought that the companies are going about this the wrong way, and Urquhart knows the answer. I don't know. Um, I think you have to go in and forget those gimmicks, Urquhart began. Say, how do, I, uh, how do I make them want to keep the game on the shelf? I think each genre has its own way to do, to do it. Battlefield and Call of Duty have it in multiplayer with maps, rankings, leveling ups, and lock unlocks. There are different things 
but these there are different things but the idea is making people feel I want to keep on playing it yeah with role-playing games it is the same thing we come up with uh, things to make players want to keep keep on playing it was never developed this way but it's funny how it has become a way to do this by having a good and evil track like in Knights of the Old Republic 2 I can play as a light or dark Jedi and I may thought I'm uh, I may play through as light Jedi, and then know I could play through as dark Jedi. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do that someday, and I put it back on the shelf, and I don't take it to games. I don't take it back to GameStop. Yeah, there's they put a reason into the game, exactly. and there are those games sometimes that you don't trade in. Yeah, you just keep because yeah. you want to get like you know the the Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Oh, I want to I want to get all these. I want to find all these little mm-hmm. things. Or like like the Elder Scrolls bits. Like you you might not trade those in because you want to get a hundred percent, and it's going right. to take you twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you um, have a job in a real life, right? Urquhart has the right idea. I mean, here's a guy who had a major success with Fallout, and one of the major problems with the games is that most companies develop these games for online play and shorten the story so they can get it to the online stuff. I think that online uh, multiplayer should be a nice add-on and not the sole core core of the game. Another chief complaint has been that the content comes in the form of DLC, which has gamers complaining that this sort of stuff should have been included in the game. Especially if you have a 10-hour game and drop, drop an extensive DLC with six additional hours of gameplay. Ulti- um, here's Urquhart goes, uh, ultimately, if they felt that the game was worth it, if, they, if, they vast, if the vast majority of players feel like they got their fun out of the game, I wanted to play Mass Effect and I played it for 35 hours, they feel like they got their 60 bucks out of it and will, open to, and will be open to DLC. As long as the core of it makes people feel like I got my fun out of the game, I think most people won't have a problem. If you cut cut it back and make an RPG that was 12 hours, then suddenly there's an 8-hour expansion out a month later after its release. That's when you start getting into trouble. Yeah. And Urquhart speaks from experience. Although he says his only regret was not getting DLC out to the public earlier, I think that may, that many issues that... Uh, these title spaces that companies will spend millions on making a 12-hour game and devote so much more on DLC and online plays that people will only buy it if the story mode feels cheated. Whether you like the online stuff or not, the core is that people won't resell their games if the game was developed for people to enjoy and replay value. Once those, once you cut those corners, games will, gamers will start cutting those corners too. Exactly. And and that when I when I read that article, I was thinking. That is just that's it because one of the one that's the that's like the final note yeah that, that's pretty much sums it all up yeah and it's from a CEO of a company yeah it's it's it's, it's not from some dude on the street yeah you and know. it's not from just us it's it's a guy that says that what we've always thought is if you make a game that allows you to go yes I want to go back and I want to play this yeah. or I want to go through as another character if or I want to you know it, that's the reason you play it and then if you go like going oh my god I got through the whole thing that's so awesome. I played it enough, like, um, one of our mutual friends, Brandon, he played uh, Fallout, like, three times. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I think I got my for the game. Oh, the DLC's coming out. Cool, now I can get that. No, I put I put a lot of time um, on uh, Oblivion, mm-hmm. you know, which is made by um, the same company who made the newer Fallout. I mean, I think I had that. I traded now because I've, I've beaten, like, so much of it. But there's just those games that, like, you don't want to trade in. And the, the, the thing is, is that DLC used to be, um, like, 
it well, it might not have been this way, but it always felt like the developers like, oh, you know what? Let's do this little extra. Let's make a little yeah. extra. Yeah. Make a couple more bucks for this little extra. Now it feels like DLC is a choke point yeah. because it comes out like a week after the game, and it's like, okay, it costs this much. Yeah. Uh, you're going to need to get it, and da 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 da. You know, it's like, come on. Yeah. The, the Batman thing, although Arkham City splendid game, but they used DLC as a weapon. Yeah, you know, as as a as a choke point to force you to do something. Yeah, and, and I, I don't like that. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like that either. I think DLC should be it's more... It's a treat. It is a treat, and it should be dealt that way. And I know some gamers are like, well, they should have it all in the game so we don't have to do DLC. No, it's, DLC's fine. DLC you know, is fine because there's always... It's a some, way for them to make the game better. Yeah, and it's a way on. for them to go, you know what, the game did really well, we wanted to do this bit, but the... You know, but it, it, with the budget and time yeah, constraints, yeah, yeah. we wouldn't be able to do this. But now that the game is being successful, we can do this extra stuff that we wanted to do. That's awesome. I would consider it like a, like a deleted scene or you know yeah. something like that for a game. But it shouldn't be like okay, here's the game, but here's some of the stuff that we want that that should be in it, but we're gonna hold it so we can get extra money. DLC should have not been made before the game came out. Yeah, that that that's my problem right there. Arkham City. Catwoman was already there. Yeah. But now she's DLC. That shit pisses me off. And I mean, the only other time you see it where it's kind of okay is um, uh, pre-order incentives for different stores. That's fine. I mean, we got it. It's free market. I mean, like Battlefield. (laughs) Battlefield was, yeah, you can get the old game. You can uh, can get this... uh, You can get the... Pack for the multiplayer. You were supposed to get that. Or you're supposed to get that. If (laughs) if you were a Sony person and you got it for Sony, you know, you were supposed to get that. But if you're Xbox, you got it. You know, yeah, I'm but just couldn't saying. play anything online yeah. for a while. Yeah, I know. So you know, but uh, but yeah. So you have to yell at me. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, who's your epic of the week? So I'm, although it was one of your douchebags, um, I'm putting Google as my epic. A lot of people are saying that they don't like the changes that Google's been making to their their web applications, but I'm actually digging them. Yeah, Nomad's one that doesn't like them, I guess. Um, <laughs> Gmail has been more streamlined, and it just looks cleaner, which I dig. And it just kind of reminds me of how... I'm going to bring it up now while we're talking about that. I'm going to bring up my Gmail now, just so I can... Bring it up. Bring it up, you know. Make sure you put a good theme on it, too. Make sure you don't have a busted theme, and it looks all fucked up. <laughs> She's hot. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just have what, you know... Hold it up. See, that's why you got that busted light blue. You look like Twitter and shit. <laughs> well, that's anyway. what it said. It said, you want the new look? I said, okay. And it gave me that. Watch. Hit the hit the little settings thing on the top right. The one right above your messages. Yeah, where it says mail settings. Then go to, then go to themes. Then pick one of the HD themes. Or just the color themes at the top. See? Yeah. It's not that much. Whatever. This is enough shit. Not enough for me. So anyway. Anyways. The, uh, I'm going to switch to graffiti right now just to be crazy. <laughs> um, I'm digging the changes that, that are being made. Because things are just simpler. Like one, one change that I liked was um, to Google Reader. And a lot of people aren't liking that. But Google Reader to me back in the day was like fucking sloppy. I just didn't like it. And now it's just a little more streamlined, a little more, 
You know, and yeah, a lot of people, oh, it's like Mac or whatever. Well, that is one thing that Mac has gotten right, is they, <laughs> they make things streamlined and easy for common people to use. Right. You know, so it's good that Gmail, it's good that Google is doing this for two reasons. One, because a lot of people use their shit. And this is going to get more people to use it. Two, Google is very, very involved in the open source community. They're very involved in Linux, which, of course, I have a preference to. So it's good to see something on that side of the fence being easy to use and not, you know, take 10 minutes in the command line to get to work. Right. So I'm digging it. I like, because I personally like my things to be, like, with my shit like this. I do like the way the conversations look now. Because yeah, remember yeah, yeah. how it used to be that little tab and you'd have to... Now like, it's legit. Now it has, you know, oh, you can see the first line of everything. You yeah, know? so it's just cleaner. Um, it looks... It just looks nicer, you know, and, and I'm just really, I'm really liking the changes that they made, and I just want to put them up, and not only just for the changes to put them up, I just want to put them up because they're actually giving a damn, yeah. you know, and I mean, look, look at a Gmail account, because most of the people that listen to this probably have a Gmail account, look at your Gmail account, then go open a Yahoo account, no, or God. go open an MSN account, MSN accounts look fucking crazy, yeah. you know, it, <laughs> it looks it, like it's put together by a crackhead, yeah, it's like... <laughs> it, it's it's just beautiful. This is beautiful. This is the way it should have been. Thank you, Google. <laughs> um, I don't know. I dig it. I, it. And and I know. I just wanted to put it as my epic because I know a lot of people are hating on it, but it's just it's just really good. And also on the on the bottom right, there's last account activity. And if you hit details, I think this was on the old one, but it shows you every time it was accessed and from what device. And it's like, who's been on my account, you know? <laughs> um, but I'm digging it. Well, I think, too, one of the problems with uh, Gmail has been, or uh, Google, is because they take too long. So people get used to the way, you know, how ass backwards yeah. it looks sometimes. So then when it's like, okay, here's new, everybody's like, I don't like it. Because it's been like 80 years that it's been this way, you know? So, you know, people get used to... You know, see, I like what shit changes a lot. Yeah, but this is the shit. There's really nothing else to say. <laughs> I just switched to the sun background, um, and it has more integration with Google Plus, which, of course, you know, that's the way it should be because they're Google Plus. One thing I love about Gmail, and it's always been this way too, is all the ads are is one text only strip above your. Oh yeah. You know, if I can go to Yahoo, and I feel like I'm just staring at a billboard, and somewhere in there are my emails. <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, all right. So all right. we seem to be running a little long today. All right. All right. All so right. let's go into some site comments. Mm -hmm. uh, right. One geek girl talking about the uh, reduction of uh, active devices that you can use with a PSN account. Uh, three certainly seems more logical to me, especially since I have a PS3 and a PSP and hope to get a Vita at some point. It shouldn't be too bad, though. And it's true. I mean... I think three would probably be safe given the fact that there are three devices that you could have it logged into. You think that it would cover that, but yeah, yeah we'll see. Uh, M-Force with the uh, GTA trailer is here. Sadly, I never had a chance to experience the first two um, GTA games like yourself. My GTA's day started with three, and I have made sure that I have bought every game since. I can't wait for five to come out. Definitely going to be one of the best GTA Ever. I just realized I was supposed to read that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, 
the trailer doesn't show you much. No, but it, but it's it, it does rekindle yeah, that excitement. It does, that like because it it's been what four oh, going to be four years since the last game, and then since San Andreas, it's been like eight. eight yeah, and San Andreas still I think is my favorite GTA. Oh, I think I mean, it's everybody's it's amazing. favorite. Yeah. And the, the cool like, thing, GTA Four proved a lot of things technologically, but they took a lot of that extra shit out. You yeah. know, and I think with uh, with Five, just graphically, because it's going to be the the first San Andreas game uh, on an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty PS Three. It's going to be yeah. it's going to be sick. It's going to be awesome. Let me read this next one. All right, because that's my bet. <laughs> um, so this is Catherine, in regards to Nomads um, Rawlings considering considered killing Weasley's story. Honestly, midway through the Goblet of Fire, I thought I had solved the mystery. I remember reading this, too. I thought I had predicted the ending. Voldemort was going to somehow use Ron to kill Harry. If Voldemort couldn't kill him, he'd use Harry. He he made Harry super vulnerable when he killed Sirius uh, via Bellatrix. I, didn't, I never read these books. Um, and throughout the, throughout the books, Ron was always super jealous and insecure. I thought that after Ron killed Harry... That he and Hermione uh, Hermione would go after Valdi <laughs> and kill him. I know what you're doing there. Um, who knows? It could have worked. I'm glad neither of the two besties had died, though. Uh, yeah, because uh, I don't think I saw half the movies either. Yeah, I, I saw all the movies and they were great. And and yeah, her interview is actually on the special features of the new um, Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part Two where she said that she was just in a bad place emotionally and she was just thinking of just, like, sticking it to the fans. of like, going, fine, you want he, you like him? Here, he's dead, you know? Because <laughs> like, honestly, though, she had some power, dude. Yeah. Like, she could piss off millions of people yeah, if she wanted but to. She just realized that they, they, probably the overwhelming... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the overwhelming uh, response would be no, bad. No! No! Uh, redhead in regards to... Uh, oh, no, the, it would have been... It would have been overwhelming. It would have been when... Um, in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, when he says, No, Knives is totally cool, then you hear in the distance, No! Yeah. <laughs> uh, this last comment comes from Redhead, who, uh, Doctor Four, <laughs> Doctor Who Series 4 rap video. This is, uh, uh, <laughs> she goes, Love it. Thanks for posting it. It made my evening. Actually, David Tennant doing anything makes my evening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> doing yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, this week's recommendations, uh, you got I checked out uh, William Shatner's The Captain documentary. I didn't see that, dude. that was cool. It was very cool. Uh, you know, him sitting down. If you guys have seen the sh- um, William Shatner's Raw Nerve, you know his interview style. Yeah. But it was he way- gets ru- he gets in he it gets too. Like, he to the wants point. to know the he, shit. He gets down yeah. and deep into the point. Uh, his conversation with Patrick Stewart was awesome, and Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula looked like he was just a kid. How's it like, feel to kill off the series? Yeah, <laughs> but like Scott Bakula was like all cool, like looked like he was really excited talking to Shatner yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and Chris Pine, where he was arm wrestling him in front of uh, uh, Paramount Studios. It was uh, that sounds like a Shatner. Bit yeah, it sounds like a Shatner bit too. That um, was cool. Uh, Avery Brooks, probably one of my favorite captains on there. A really out there guy, though. Wow, is he out there? But that's uh, what I've heard. That he's kind of. Spacey. <laughs> yeah, he is a bit spacey. Not a dick, but just like spaced out. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really cool documentary. Uh, really good for Star Trek fans, especially if you love all the captains. It's it's a, a lot of fun. Um, and also, if you haven't caught this, they're partway through their second season now. The Onion News Network on <laughs> IFC. This shit is so funny. Uh, obviously, The Onion, but uh, Brooke Alvarez is their uh, is their 
uh, host of the show. She's so egotistic. It's just such a great show. It's so funny. Now they have a new guy on there who's supposed to... It kind of reminds me of an Anderson Cooper type of guy. And um, she just goes toe-to-toe with this guy almost every week. And um, she's like, yeah, I remember you almost got shot. And the one time he goes, if that bullet had gone through me, I wouldn't have noticed. And she's like, yeah, well, too bad that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's really funny. She's she's hilarious. It's awesome. Because she keeps straight face all the time. time, Yeah, it's just hilarious. Uh, What's your uh, recommendations for the week? So I've been... been, uh... My my love of on um, web comics has been rekindled. Um, two of my favorites would be uh, www.cad-comic.com, which is the control alt delete comic. It's dose it's a gamer comic uh, through and through, but it's, it gets kind of serious sometimes, and and um, you'll have you'll have plenty to read because it's been going on for like five years now, and I have all the archives on there. You know, you can, it's a, it's a story thing, so you want to read from the beginning. Um, it's it's set up like four panels, it's, and some of them go six, but whatever. Um, clean art, you know, it looks real good. Another one is one I just found, which I feel bad for, because I guess it's like the ultimate geek, you know, whatever. Uh, XKCD, which is, it, I think, some guy involved with mathematics, because he has some, some jokes in there that are math jokes and stuff like that, but they're just basically pretty simple doodles. Some of them get complicated, but most of it's funny... Um, and then some of it is just really, like, introspective. Like, it makes you really kind of go, wow. Like, I never really thought of it like that. <laughs> like, seriously, it's just really good. And that's um, xkcd.com. Check out those comments. You won't be disappointed. All right. All right, well, before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have many chances to follow us. Be sure to like our Facebook page, The Lazy Geeks One Word, yeah. because in the end, don't we all want to be liked? Yes! <laughs> we are also on Google Plus still. So follow us at we are <laughs> uh, G plus dot forward slash the lazy geeks one word. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the lazy geeks, or you can follow myself at lazy nomad, or you can follow Sapien over there at lazy underscore Sapien. Hi. <laughs> uh, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube account. Uh, we have launched our first web series, and we have some vlogs on there. So subscribe to the lazy huh. geeks. Nomad has some vlogs. I on have it. some vlogs on there. <laughs> uh, I have a whole lot of nothing on there. <laughs> All the, all the music on this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out. So be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. I think it's the first time we actually mentioned thelazygeeks.com. Woo! <laughs> yeah. No, um, I mentioned it. Did you? Yeah, in like my first article. Oh. I said in my article on thelazygeeks.com. Oh, okay. So how much I pay attention to Yeah. yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell us the good, the bad, the sexy. And uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Your dreams can come true. Yes. You can have your instant 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. <laughs> Not even 15 minutes. Instant <laughs> 15 nanoseconds. <laughs> uh, remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. Yay. So until next week, peace out. <laughs>